Pastor Kurt here. And Penny Benda. And thank you for joining us for today's devotion. It is Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. Uh, we'll be, uh, the readings for today come from the Revised Common Lectionary Daily Readings, and you can find a link to those in the show notes below. They also have printed there the readings for today if you wanted to pause this and look those up before we continue. I do encourage you to follow along in your own Bible. Whatever translation you have is just fine. We'll have two different translations today as we're reading through this. Um, after each reading, there'll be a moment of silence for you to spend some time reflecting on the passage, and then we'll offer up some of our own thoughts and reflections. And so, let us pray. Loving and gracious God, we are so thankful for this opportunity to gather, and as we read these passages and reflect on their words, we pray that you'd open our eyes that we may see, and our ears that we may hear, all that you have us know. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so I'm going to be reading from a different translation this time. I'm going to be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. And this is the uh, New Interpreter's Study Bible and um, New Revised Standard Version. So our first reading is from Proverbs chapter 30, uh, verses 1 through 9. All right. The words of Agur, son of Jacob, an oracle. Thus says the man. I am weary, O God. I am weary, O God. How can I prevail? Surely I am too stupid to be human. I do not have human understanding. I have not learned wisdom, nor have I knowledge of the holy ones. Who has ascended to heaven and come down? Who has gathered the wind in the hollow of the hand? Who has wrapped up the waters in a garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is the person's name? And what is the name of the person's child? Surely you know. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, or else he will rebuke you, and you will be found a liar. Two things I ask of you. Do not deny them to me before I die. Remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that I need or I shall be full, and deny you. And say, Who is the Lord? Or I shall be poor, and steal, and profane the name of my God. So this is uh, very much to the end of Proverbs. There's just one more short chapter after this. And um, when we, let's see, we did a study on Proverbs not that long ago, I don't think. And <laughs> trying to remember, you know, these are not, where most of Proverbs is attributed to Solomon, these are kind of, these are, it says the sayings of Augur, or Agur, however you want to pronounce that. And... Um, and so these are, these are not from Solomon. Um, but one of the things that really stuck out to me about today's passage, well, two things. The first one is in verse 5. It talks about, it says, Every word of God proves true. 
And then into to verse 6, do not add to his words. Um, kind of a warning to be careful about how we um, share God's, God's word, right? And how mm-hmm. we claim, and what we claim to be from God and what we claim to be from ourselves. And, mm-hmm. and we see warnings like that all throughout scripture. Right. And then the other thing was in verses 8 and 9, as it kind of talks about giving me neither poverty nor riches, um, feed me with the food that I need, or I shall be full and deny you, or I shall be poor and steal and profane the name of the God. And so this really kind of makes me think about what I preached about last Sunday, about contentment and Mm -hmm. this idea that if we have too much, then we'll think that it's our own doing and Mm -hmm. we'll turn away from the Lord. But if we, if we have too little, then we'll see, st- steal and commit sin in order to provide for ourselves. Right. And so really the psalmist, or the pro- person who's writing this proverb here is like, just give me what I need <laughs> so yep. that I don't go one extra I wrote enough. Other. I put enough, enough right there because just need enough. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that's really great advice for all of us that we just... Um, it's important to just have what we need mm-hmm. and, and nothing more, nothing less. And, right. uh, and moderation is such an important thing, but it's, it's really hard for us, I think, sometimes, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Any thought, other thoughts about this passage? I, know, I was just you? looking at mine because yours said something about I am weary, mm-hmm. you know, and mine says I am more stupid than any person and I lack a human's ability to understand. I have not gained wisdom and I have mm-hmm. no knowledge of the Holy One. He's putting himself down. He's really putting himself down to the low bottoms and, you Mm -hmm. know, calling himself some things that he shouldn't be calling himself. (laughs) It's pretty strong, right? I I am stupid. Yep, (laughs) that's what it is. I am more stupid than any other person. So, and then I did have a question. Mm -hmm. Was this written, this was written before Jesus' time, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so then I was just kind of doing a little bit of study, and it says that, like in this passage here, it is where it says the son, mm-hmm. what is his name, and what is the name of his son. Mm-hmm. They, Where I read it said something about this referring to God and to Israel, mm. that the son, Israel is his son. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus hasn't come around yet, but his people and his son, he's claiming that they are his sons. Yeah. Is Children. What I, Yep, is yeah, what I read. Makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I thought that was different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, it, it's interesting here um, on verse 3. I think what you had and what I had is a little bit different. I have not learned wisdom, nor have I knowledge of the holy ones. And mine has plural there, holy ones. Okay. Um. And then I look in my foot, but it has a little footnote there, and it says, or holy one. So is that plural or not plural? I think the, the plural is kind of interesting because when we, in the Old Testament, we hear a lot about the council of gods and how Yahweh, the one true God, is over this council of heavenly or divine mm-hmm. beings. Yep. Um, and we see that in the book of Job, which we have been looking at this week, too. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning of Job, we it opens with God in this uh, divine council, right? Mm-hmm. And, yep. and it's the adversary who comes before uh, before the council to, right. to demean Job and say, well, he's not as perfect as you think he is. <laughs> yeah. So test him. <laughs> yes. If he <laughs> had some adversity in his life, mm-hmm. maybe he wouldn't be so faithful. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
But Job was another one who thought he had enough. Yeah. You know, and then it got taken away from him. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if there's nothing else, then let's look at our next passage, which is Matthew 4, 1 through 11. And what, and what translation are you reading? Mine again? is the Christian standard. Okay. Okay. The temptation of Jesus. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. Then the tempter approached him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. He answered, It is written, Man must not live on the bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will give his angels orders concerning you, and they will support you with their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus told him, It is also written, Do not test the Lord your God. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, I will give you all these things if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus told him, Go away, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him and angels came and began to serve him. So just the whole fact that Satan comes in and tries to tempt Jesus. And we all know that this is before he started his ministry. This is him going away to probably ponder, to think about mm -hmm. what he's going to start and how he's going to go about it. Right after his baptism. Yep. yep. And then along comes Satan. Of course, Satan has to come along <laughs> and he has to try and persuade differently. Mm -hmm. You know, and Jesus stood up for himself and said, no, he's told him the word, and that's the way it was going to be. Mm -hmm. But then I always wondered, you know, Satan comes right back and says pretty much what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. You know, he will give his angel orders concerning you. So how did he know that? Mm -hmm. Besides that he was a fallen angel, right? So, but he knew what was written, mm -hmm. so he was throwing it back at Jesus, that mm -hmm. this is what is written, that you will be saved. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of back and forth between the two. Mm -hmm. One of the things that strikes me is that, um, so the, the lectionary, like you've all heard me talk about before, right? These passages, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, help reflect on the passage that we read on Sunday. Well, I'm, well, I'm not preaching on the lectionary on this new series through Lent, but right. if, we had, if I had preached on Sunday's lectionary text, it was Mark's account of Jesus' temptation in the gospel. And so now, fast forward to the very last day in uh, this lectionary cycle for this, uh, we get Matthew's account of um, Jesus' temptation in the, in the wilderness or the desert, or however you want to say that. Mm -hmm. What's interesting, though, is Mark's account, which is considered to be the earliest account, mm -hmm. is doesn't have all this. <laughs> yeah, Mark's account is essentially um, after Jesus' baptism, the Holy Spirit put
pushed him out into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. But we don't hear what those temptations are. These temptations that we have here, there are basically three. And um, and each one of these kind of deal with temptations we all face in mm-hmm. life. Um, temptations yep. uh, for consumption, um, you know. When we're hungry, you know, command this, basically trying to break Jesus away from his purpose for being in the wilderness to get mm-hmm. all together, which was to prepare himself, body, mind, and soul mm-hmm. for the work ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and this other one, too, here, this uh, takes him up to this tall mountain and says, look at all that this is before you and how many of us are tempted by the world mm-hmm. as well. And what's in the world. Yeah. Yep. yep. And on my, this is one of those new books. It's a rainbow version is what uh-huh. they call it. And so it <laughs> highlights the pages to what it is. Oh. And so... Yellow is evil, and so Mm. everywhere that Satan was talking and tempting, it was yellow. So, and then it also breaks it down into compassion and family and love and all Mm. that stuff. So it kind of gives you an idea, okay, this is, Uh you know what anyway, (laughs) by reading it, that it's sin, but Uh it kind of helps it break it down, too. Yeah. Yep. Uh I always find it interesting why the... And we don't maybe have the exact answers for this, but why the different gospel writers expand on Mm -hmm. certain passages. And, you know, you read through the gospel of Mark and it's pretty, it's pretty, it's a lot shorter Mm -hmm. and it's a lot more straight to the point. But then you kind of see how Matthew and Luke, which are a lot more similar Mm -hmm. or, and then John will look at different passages from Mark and they'll expand on that. Like the birth narratives that we find Mm -hmm. in Matthew and uh, Luke, but we do not find in Mark. Right. Almost as though they are trying to address issues that have come up since then within the Christian community that they need to kind of help explain and understand right. better. Right. Yeah. Which is good. Some, some of us need some more mm-hmm. explanations. That way we don't ask so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well, it's always good to ask questions, I think. Yeah. yeah. Questions make you grow. Yes. Yep. And hopefully I answered what you mm-hmm. were asking me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> It's just a very good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It shows that Jesus was in the same positions we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was human. Mm-hmm. And this really kind of marks, you know, the whole 40 days in the desert, 40 days in Lent, um, kind of this work. As yeah. we travel through Lent, we're kind of following along in this, you know, time of fasting and preparation mm-hmm. um, for the ministry and the work ahead and right. just kind of reconnecting with God. And, and we kind of see that in this too, that even Jesus needed that time to spend in quiet reflection and connecting yep. with God and facing the things that he's tempted by, the, right. like we are tempted by, and so that we can then better go forth and do the, the will of God, right. our Father. So Jesus did a lot of time, was spending time by himself though, mm-hmm. but he probably needed to. He probably needed to get mm-hmm. away from the people for a while and just think about what was going on. He knew what was going to happen. But he really had to take the time to himself. Mm-hmm. And we all need that, too. You bet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Need time to... I was listening to a podcast this morning about the importance of being sitting and doing nothing and just sitting in silence or spending time in meditation and, mm-hmm. and not constantly being on our phone. Right. Just be having some of that time. And that actually, it, it does our brains really good to be able right. to do that. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else? 
Nope. It was nice. just a very good one. Yeah. Well, those are our readings for today then. So we're going to spend some time in prayer and I'll be lifting up some prayer requests or categories of prayer. And after each prayer request, there'll be a moment of silence for you to lift up your own personal prayers. And then um, after uh, that, we'll say the words, Lord, in your mercy, you're responsibly hear our prayer. And then we'll join together in the Lord's prayer. So let us pray. Oh, gracious and loving God, we are thankful for all that you have placed upon our hearts today through these readings and reflections. We bring before you now those things that are heavy on our hearts, and we begin by praying for the people of our faith communities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are suffering and those who are in trouble. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the concerns of our local communities. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. We pray for the world, its peoples, and its leaders. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for the beautiful earth you have given to our care. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for the Church Universal, its leaders, its members, and its mission. Lord, in your mercy. Lord God, we lift all this before you, praying for healing, comfort, strength, peace, and wisdom as we pray the prayer you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Well, that is all for today's devotion. I hope you were able to hear a word from God for your life today. If you have any questions, suggestions, prayer requests, or would like to just share with us some of your own thoughts and reflections, we'd love to hear from you. And you can send those to the show email at admin at pastorkurt.com. May you go forth today in peace. Shine the light of Christ everywhere you go. Until next time, have a blessed day. Bye. Goodbye.